Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. What's up, family? Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yes, your girl, Dr. Lynn Goble is back again this week to give you another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and you already know, love. That is what I am here just to give you a dose of. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from, your phone, your home, your car, your computer, or maybe even your radio or your television this week. Listen, again, I would like to say thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to support your girl's Godcast podcast each week. Listen, you know I love you, and I do appreciate all of you for tuning into the show. And of course, as always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love, even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. So family, I pray that all of you beauties had an amazing week on last week. I can say that I did have a great week and hopefully you did as well because how many of you know we are still victorious no matter what we go through and we are more than conquerors. So I pray that your week was great and listen, if you are still in the land of the living, then that is something to be grateful for as well as thankful for. And I know that I do have some thankful listeners out there. So listen, as we enter into the Thanksgiving season, I want you to just begin to think about some of the things that God has done in your life and begin to praise him in advance and thank him in advance for what he has done, what he is doing, and for what he is going to do in your life. And beauties, I do want to say that this is the next to last episode of season seven. So when you come back next week, That will be the final episode of season seven. And I do hope that you have enjoyed the content so far. Listen, this season really did go by extremely fast. And as you know, I do take breaks during the holidays, but I am just excited for what God has in store for 2024. I mean, he is already giving me things to talk about and work on, and I will be working on a project while I'm taking a break. So I'm so excited. 
to come back next season to share it with you. But until then, this week, beauties, I am continuing my topic of discussion on It's Not File, It's Favor. And on last week's episode, I finished with that quote because I was talking about messes and things that we may go through which are unpleasurable and unfavorable, messy, stinky, listen, funky, and even foul at times. But when you look at a mess and a miracle, you may immediately begin to dissect how the two oppose each other and how opposite or how different they are. But you will find out that the two do not work against each other, but watch this, they actually work for each other. And the definitions of the two words sound quite differently in comparison when you read what a miracle is and what a mess is. And I shared on last week's episode that the word God gave me, which was the greater your mess, the greater your miracle, was a word that God had me to share at Life Church a couple of weeks ago for their breast cancer awareness service. And I talked about messes and miracles. And Webster's Dictionary really defines a miracle as something which is extraordinary. It is something that will manifest divine intervention in our day-to-day lives and in our human affairs. However, when you look at the word miracle from a biblical standpoint, it represents that you are being healed from something and it denotes an extremely outstanding or unusual event or accomplishment. A miracle is a divinely natural phenomenon which we do experience. A miracle is a highly improbable or extraordinary event or development that brings welcoming consequences or, watch this, favorable results. But now, according to Webster's Dictionary, the definition for the word mess gives us a very grave and even negative connotation to it because we are told in the English language that messes are considered dirty and full of pollution, and it is even considered disorderly and even shameful. Messes are considered difficult and unpleasant situations if you were to find yourself in a mess. And you have probably heard the word mess used by children who may say things like, I made a mess, and parents will often respond to their children by saying, well, clean up this mess. (laughs) Or, If you used to date someone, you may say, I used to, quote unquote, mess around with so-and-so, or you may use the word mess in terms of saying, cover up this mess, clean up this mess, don't make a mess, or if you are a person with a short fuse, then 
You may say, I don't take no mess. Or you may refer to someone who is silly or someone who acts crazy, someone who may even be disruptive at times and maybe even a little deranged or a little cray-cray that they are someone who is a mess. He's a mess, she's a mess, or if you are referring to someone, you may call them a mess. And if they are really out of control, then you may say they are a hot mess, (laughs) okay? None of these references look promising or favorable, right? When you talk about something or someone being a mess. And when all you can see is a mess, it keeps you from seeing your miracle. Because when you are expecting a miracle, but it's covered up by either your mess or someone else's, it can and will discourage you. But I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, the greater your mess, the greater your miracle. And you may be saying, well, messes do not look or feel all of that great. But if you were to look at the true meaning and translation of the word or the origin and the root word for mess, it is an old French word, which means mas or met, which is translated, watch this, portion. So when you look at the real meaning of the word mess in terms of the way it is portrayed in our English vernacular, you may associate it with things which are negative. However, the true meaning is actually a positive because mess means to have a portion of something, a portion of food, a portion of goods, or a portion of gifts. And that brings me to my scripture text in the book of Genesis because this is where we find God's servant, Joseph. Joseph, who was sold into slavery by his own brothers. Joseph, who shared his dreams with his brothers in Genesis chapter 37. But the Bible says that he was hated by his own brothers when they saw how much he was loved and, watch this, favored by their father. His brothers wanted to kill him, but instead they sold him into slavery. Fast forward to Genesis chapter 41, Joseph rises to power and he becomes the king's right-hand man and his dream now becomes a reality when all the people in the land become subject to Joseph. Joseph is now calling all of the shots and he is making decisions, especially when a famine hits the land. Joseph's brothers also experienced the famine and although they did not know it, they had to go and ask their own brother Joseph for food when they were in need. 
and they did not recognize Joseph, but Joseph recognized his brothers and he eventually invites them to join him at a feast which takes place in Genesis chapter 43, beginning with verse 34. And it says this, And he took and sent, watch this, messes unto them from before him. But Benjamin's mess was five times as much as any of theirs, and they drank and were merry with him. So the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 43, verses 33 and 34, that Benjamin's mess or his portion was greater than everyone else's. And the reason why Benjamin's portion or his mess was greater than his brother's is because Benjamin wasn't just Joseph's half-brother, but he was the only brother from his mother. So Benjamin and Joseph had the same mother and father. But now what you have to understand is that all of the brothers received a portion, but Benjamin's portion or his mess was greater because of who his father called him to be. Because when he was being born, his mother Rachel died while giving childbirth to him. And as she was dying, she said, I will call him Benani, which means son of my sorrow. And when his father heard it, he stepped in and he said, no, he will not be called Benani, son of my sorrow. He will be called Benjamin, son of my strength. And people of God, I came to tell you that you may have been through some sorrow, but God said, I have not called you the son of my sorrow because when I look at you, I do not look at sorrow. I do not look at what you have done, what you have been through. I do not look at your mess. I look at you as not sorrow, but strength, not a mess, but a miracle not something which is foul, but something which is favored by God. Things may have looked a mess and felt like a mess, and they may not have made any sense. You may have questioned some things that you did not understand, and you may have even questioned God. And God is saying, yes, the process may have been uncomfortable, painful, maybe even excruciating at times, and things may not have looked good or felt good, and you may have wanted to quit, quit church, quit ministry, and even quit God or quit life, but God is saying that your pain is greater your sorrow may have been greater because your portion is greater. You have a greater gift, a greater calling, a greater anointing on your life. 
and what looked like a mess to you was actually a miracle working in your life and on your behalf. So don't focus on the mess because the mess will try to keep you in a place of worry and anxiety and depression and brokenness. But God is saying that I am taking you from a place of hurt to a place of healing. And you will find out that when you are in a state of hopelessness, God will clean you up. And that is what I want to talk about. But before I do, I am going to take a short break. And when I come back, we will get into this word some more. So stay tuned and I will be right back after this brief announcement. Hey, what's up, family? Did you know that Anchor is now Spotify podcast? Listen, it is still the easiest way to make a podcast. And let me explain. First of all, it is absolutely free. There are creation tools which will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Spotify will distribute your podcast for you so that it is heard on on all major podcast platforms and you can still make money with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the Spotify app or go to podcasters.spotify.com to get started. Hello beauties and welcome back to the show. So before the break, I mentioned that when you are in a state of hopelessness, God will come in and rescue you, clean you up, and make you brand new. And that is what happened in the book of Ezekiel chapter 16. And this is just to encourage you to let you know that no matter what it is you are going through, it may look like a mess or it may even look foul or seem foul, but it's actually God's favor when he transforms your mess into a miracle. Out of the book of Ezekiel chapter 16, beginning with verse 1, it says this, And again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, calls Jerusalem to know her abominations. Verse 3 says, And say, Thus saith the Lord God unto Jerusalem, Your birth and nativity is of the land of Canaan. Thy father was an Amorite, and thy mother an Hittite. Verse 4 says, And as for thy nativity, in the day that you were born, your navel was not cut, neither was you washed in water, nor salted at all, nor swaddled at all. Verse 5 says, No, I pitied you to do any of these things unto you, to have compassion on you, but you were waste 
cast out into an open field to the loathing of your person in the day you were born. Verse six says, and this is my zoom in verse. It says, when I passed by you and saw you polluted in your own blood, I said unto you, live when you were in your own blood. Yes, I said unto you, live. Verse seven says, I have caused you to multiply as the bud of the field and you have increased and you have become great and you are come to excellent ornaments. So in this passage of scripture, it is talking about a baby which was born and left for dead. People passed by this baby. No one wanted to show this baby compassion or clean the baby up because of its mess. But God is saying, when I looked at you, I did not look at a mess. I did not see a mess and I did not smell a mess. All I saw was who I created you to be. All I saw was greatness in your life and I spoke life to you and I said, live. Live in this verse of scripture literally means to recover, repair, revive, renew, and restore, watch this, everything the enemy meant for evil, God is going to turn it for good on your behalf. You may only see a mess, but when God looks at you, he only sees a miracle. The miracle that you are, the miracle that he created you to be. And this really made me think of the song Waymaker because it says that God is a miracle worker. And there are quite a few arrangements out there, but I actually found this arrangement by James. If you research him on YouTube, he is James K.E. Official. And this is when he auditioned for AGT, America's Got Talent. And I really loved the way that he just delivered, presented, and worshiped as he sang this song, Waymaker. And I want to leave this song with you today. So this is Waymaker by James K.E. Official during his audition on AGT. I do not own the rights to this music, but I do want to share it with you before I end the show today. So here is Waymaker with James K.E.'s rendition. Take a listen.
Listen, beauties, I do hope that you enjoyed that song, Waymaker, because God truly is a waymaker and a miracle worker. And you may not be able to see the miracle that he is working because it may be covered up by mess or by something foul, but God is saying it's not foul, it's favor. It's not a mess, but a miracle. And that is the quote that I want to leave with you this week. And that is, the greater your mess, the greater your miracle. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember, there is no mess too messy or too foul to keep you from your miracle or from the favor of God. So just keep living your best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. Keep feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive, stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind, keep a beautiful mind, and listen, never ever forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be, and that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.